As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Use as directed. Acid neutralization may not correlate with symptom relief. Check into Check into Cash. Turn your car into cash at Check into Cash. Get an auto title loan today for up to $25,000. At Check into Cash, you get the most for your car, and we make it quick, easy, and confidential. Stop in for an auto title loan today. Call toll-free 877-262-CASH. Loans other than deferred deposit transactions will be made or arranged pursuant to a Department of Business Oversight California Finance Lenders Law License. Title loan amount determined by value of car and ability to repay. Restrictions apply. See store for details. NBC Radio News is KCAA News Talk 1050, the Inland Talk Express. From the KCAA Weather Center, I'm Rod Tanner. For tonight, it'll be clear and breezy. Our low 68 is west winds gust to 20 miles an hour. We'll have a sunny, warm Thursday with a high of 96. Thursday night, it'll be clear. Our low 69 is west winds gust to 20 miles an hour. We'll have sunshine on Friday to wrap up the week with a high of 96. Friday night should be clear with a low of 69. Saturday will kick off the weekend with a sunny day or high of 96. It'll be clear Saturday night at low 68. Sunday continues to be sunny and warm with a high of 95. That's your weather forecast for this hour from the station that leaves no listener behind. NBC News Radio, AM 1050, KCAA. Like to spend a few days in another world? Then write this down. Golden Bear Cottages, Big Bear Lake. Now, listen, this is not some corporate-owned operation. It's family-owned and operated by some real nice people. Unique? Oh, you bet. Golden Bear Cottages features 28 one-of-a-kind cabins on a five-acre historic site. Great for families, couples, and groups. And cabins are available with one to seven bedrooms. Golden Bear Cottages is just a stone throw from Big Bear Lake and super close to three great ski areas. Now, I could go on all day about Golden Bear Cottages in Big Bear, but to see everything, just go to goldenbear.net. Again, goldenbear.net. Golden Bear Cottages in Big Bear. Clean, comfortable, and affordable. Check them out. goldenbear.net. 
Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-643-6931 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-643-6931 to take your call now. Call 1-800-643-6931. That's 1-800-643-6931. Again, 1-800-643-6931. Do you have a broken window or rock chip on your vehicle that needs repair? Give us a call at HM Auto Glass, 951-858-5190. HM Auto Glass is your locally owned and operated auto glass specialist, offering low-cost and high-quality auto glass repair and replacement. We also work with all major insurance companies and offer free mobile service. So call us, 951-858-5190. That number again is 951-858-5190. All aboard the Inland Empire Express. 10.50 a.m. Leaving no listeners behind. KCAA. KCAA. 10.50 Talk Radio. You got it right. Right station, right time, and the right host. Hello, folks. You've tuned in to Building Bridges with Joe Britton. Now that I have your undivided attention and I know you're listening, I will inform you, I will educate you, and I will entertain your inner ear and massage your cerebellum all at the same time. Can you believe what the studio has done? These rascals have given me an open mic, a live mic, that I can say and do whatever the heck I want to do just as long as I stay on the positive side of the FCC guidelines. I can say I can do all of this without going to jail. So, sit tight, clear the wax out, and enjoy the ride. Coming to you live from KCAA 1050 Talk Radio. Here we go. Hello, hello, hello. The IE, hello. This is Joe Britt. You're building, we are building bridges with Joe Britt. Nice to have you on board. I'm going to run my mouth for a little bit. Uh, this is hump day for those of you who are doing that 9 to 5. That means it's just the middle of the work week. you got two more days to push that broom. So go ahead and do what you have to do and make that money. Now, I always talk about business, a little bit of business, a little bit of politics. I just want to put something in your mind. You know that money that you're making at the end of the week and you're really working hard for all that cash? Are you saving your money? Really, you are your star player, and as your star player, you should pay yourself first. You know, like you do on Sunday mornings when you pay uh, the tithes in different churches, you pay 10%. Well, guess what, folks? You should pay yourself first, and that is one dime out of every dollar. That should go into some type of savings for you, and you shouldn't touch it at all. Because guess what? A rainy day 
does come. And you should be prepared for that rainy day when it hits. So saving a dime out of every dollar is not going to hurt you. You give it to the man on Sunday anyway, so why not give something to yourself? That's just uh, my two cents. The other um, thing I'm, I, I, I want to talk about is race relations. You know, uh, last week, what I think about race relations is there's only one race on this planet, and I, I'm going to say it until it drives home, and we're all part of the human race. We have a lot of different cultures, a lot of different colors and people. We have a lot of different shapes and sizes. But people, i got to drive this home to you. There's only one race of people, and we're all humans. Don't ever forget that. Really, really. Um, so I'm reading the Internet, and the story comes across um, about a guy, a family in Mississippi. Well, this family in Mississippi, the guy is a grandfather, and he had two of his grandkids stay with him. Now, they call him uh, a mixed-race kids, but... They're, they're mixed. They're white and black. His daughter's white, and her husband is black. So, But those are his grandkids, and he loves them to death. So anyway, um, the story goes, he had his grandkids over for the weekend. His relatives got wind of it. They protested on his property. They beat him, and they shot him in the stomach. Do you believe that? Do you believe that in today's times? We have to get over this race issue. We're all one people. We all one people, okay? And it really hurts me to even, um, uh, even, even, even see the stuff that ha that's happening in, in Ferguson. It, it makes no sense at all. We need to stop. If we keep fighting like this and fighting another, you know what? What could happen? A stronger force from the outside of America could pretty much come in and take us over while we are fighting one another. Makes no sense, does it? Okay. <clears throat> On this show, what I like to do also, and what I've been doing, is giving the local candidates um, 15, 10 to 15 minutes and let them give uh, their opinion, let them give them their spiel on what's going on. On, and, and probably and what they're running for and their agenda. Election time is coming up, and I think all the politicians, all the pseudo-politicians and all the candidates should be heard. So this is a voice for the community. They tell me that this broadcast starts in um, Barstow, and it goes to the ocean, goes to Palm Springs, and through the L.A. County line. So there's a lot of listeners out there for people to, uh, um, to be heard. So without further ado, my first uh, candidate of uh, this evening, her name is Leticia Garcia. Now, this young lady is running for the San Bernardino County Board of Education, Area D. How are you, young lady? I'm fine, thank you. Great. A so little bit of a cold, but... I'm okay. Well, you're not going to give me the cooties, are you? I hope not. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, <clears throat> why are you running? <laughs> well, um, I'm running because I've been in the, um, the field of education for many years now, about 15 years. And um, currently, the state of California has um, Proposition $30 that have come into play 
and typically the county office of education is you know not not too busy and you don't really hear too much about it but the way the local control funding formula has um, come down from the state of California in the way that we're going to fund schools we're now going to have a more critical role in um, oversight and accountability for schools in the county now I'm running for area D because San Bernardino City Schools is very near to my heart. I was a teacher there for several years, and, um, and I was raised in Rialto. So those are the two schools that are encompassed in Area D, and I just felt compelled to um, lend my expertise and knowledge. So Okay, so you're telling me off the bat you're a homegirl. I am a homegirl. <laughs> <laughs> so not only, you know, you said you were 30 years in the IE, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, you grew up in my city of Rialto, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, now you're... You're a teacher, so you've taught seven years where? Uh, I taught at San Bernardino City Schools. I was a teacher at Arrowview Middle School, and I've been in the, uh, I've stayed in the field of education. Currently, I'm an education services vice president for a firm out of Los Angeles, and we do a lot of work with um, local school districts all, all over the state. Okay. So I've stayed in, in the field of education. I've been an advocate in the area, and um, I formerly lived in Fontana, so I was an advocate there and in in. San Bernardino schools, Rialto schools, you know, folks call and need help with um, navigating the educational system, and they give folks like me a call. Really, mm -hmm. really, really. So, uh, okay. It sounds like you have your ear to the pulse of what's going on as far as the schools are concerned. Is that right? What do you I think? feel like I do. I feel like I have really kept abreast of all the education issues that are important in the state. Okay. And locally. But tell me this. Why you? Why you? Why are you stepping up to do this? Well, like I said, uh, my background qualifies me for, um, for this position. And because it is such a critical position now with the local control funding, um, basically what happens now is that every local um, educational agency has to provide a plan of how they're going to spend uh, the, the dollars that are not allocated for Example, foster care children, English language learners, um, children who receive free and reduced meals. Uh, there are some extra dollars available for them so that we can try to bridge the achievement gap and um, address the issues of inequity. So the county has a huge role in oversight. And um, I think it's important to have someone there that understands the local control funding formula, that understands programs, that understands the achievement gap and what we can do to improve um, in, in our schools. So. I have I fit that bill, and so I, I decided to throw my name in and see if the voters can um, see fit to make me their steward. How many is on that board currently? Uh, five. Five, and the seat is what? How many seats are available right now for that? Well, uh, for the area that I'm running in, the, it's area D, D, and I'm not sure which other two boards are running it. But I live in San Bernardino, so that was that's the seat that interests me. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I like the fact that you are from uh, our city of Rialto. I'm always getting a shout out for Rialto. Yay, Rialto. <coughs> I went to Rat Hole. It's a <laughs> <laughs> Listen to you. you no. <laughs> she didn't really say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Back in the day. Oh, oh, oh back in the day. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so if, if you had to, um, now we got you live on, on the mic and you're speaking to 10,000 listeners. Mm -hmm. What would, you tell, what, would you, what would you tell them about yourself in order for them to say, yay, I'm going to go ahead and vote for her and put her in? Well, I would tell them that, you know, I'm extremely passionate about education. I'm extremely um, 
conservative in terms of making sure that our tax dollars are protected. Um, I've, I've had a long history of doing so, um, both in in um, my current role and as a as a vice president of my firm, but also as a former board member in Fontana. Um, you know, I, I just. I think that you know people are looking for someone that can really make sure that they're protecting their best interests and and still holding students first. And I really have a passion for students, for student achievement, and um, and for making sure that they that everyone has a fair chance at succeeding. All students. So I think if people look at my record and look at what I've done in my community and look at what I've I've done in my life with education, I think that they would. Um, go ahead and vote for me. I, I, I really enjoy representing students. So. Okay, okay. So <clears throat> you've heard it, folks, all my 10,000 listeners out there. Uh, you've heard it from the lady herself. She's homegrown, and she loves students. I do. You can count, right? You're good with math? I'm good with math. I'm good with, I'm good with a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, organizations are you, are you with? Uh, currently, I am the vice chair of the regional state party, California Democratic Party. For, I am an executive board member of the Chicano Latino Caucus, and uh, that's the state party. Um, also, am currently uh, vice president of a Democratic organization here locally, which is the Chicano Latino Caucus of the Inland Empire. Um, and, and I've done so many other things. Uh, you know, I was while I was on the board of education, I was a, a delegate and a board member, also the executive board member of California School Boards Association. So I have a lot of, um, I have a lot of training in in being a board member and um, how to be on a governance team. So you'll be able to navigate the shark infested waters and take I, care of our kids. I think so. All right, all right, 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 right. You know something, <clears throat> I really appreciate you coming on. And I appreciate you giving us your 10 minutes, your spiel up about you and Thank why you. people should vote for you November 4th. Mm -hmm. Okay? Thank you. And I really appreciate you having me here. Thank all you right, so The pleasure is all mine. We're going to go to a, a break right now, folks. We'll be right back. Thank you, Letitia. and candidates in the IE looking for custom signs and banners that will put you above the rest. Try Cash Graphics. They're the best in town, my friend. They specialize in electronic signs, monuments, storefronts, wraps and vehicle lettering, apartment and commercial signage, and real estate signs. They've been around since 1984. I've been using them for years. To rob the Big Joe Brit sent you in, and save 10% on your order. That's Cash Graphics, 1245 North Fitzgerald, Suite 101, Rialto, California, 909-875-4022. You'll be glad you did. Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company has been serving the greater Inland Empire for over 60 years. For all of your printing needs, from full-color printing to high-speed copying and everything in between, go to Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company. Their staff is committed to your total satisfaction. 
Great service isn't just lip service at Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company. It's the way they do business year after year. Having trouble finding drafting supplies? Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company still carries a complete selection. Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company is rated high in customer satisfaction by Value Star, an independent rating company. For all of your personal or business printing, call Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company at 909-792-3478. That's 792-3478. Or visit them on New York Street in Redlands off the I-10 and the Crosstown Freeway. Would you like a quick, simple, and easy way to get all your vitamin needs each and every day? Well, I've got the answer for you. My name is Ray Dustar, and I'm the founder of the all-new Boost Liquid Multivitamin. I truly believe in the power of liquids. When it comes to a liquid vitamin, it's all about the high level of absorption you receive in liquid form. Boost Liquid Multivitamin absorbs at 98%. With each shot of Boost, you get 100% daily value of the entire spectrum of vitamin from vitamin A all the way through vitamin K all in one ounce. It's completely allergen-free, gluten-free, it's GMO-free, it's dairy-free, it's nut-free, it's soy-free, and it's caffeine-free. So get real energy from real vitamins in liquid form so it absorbs directly into your bloodstream. Order your bottle of Boost Liquid Vitamin at www.boost.com. That's B-U-I-C-E-D.com. Use the discount code Gary to receive a 10% discount on all Boost products. And we're back. I.E., you are building bridges with Joe Britt. I have a special guest on the line. Are you there, special guest? Yes, yes, I'm here, Lynn. Thank you, Joe and Kate. Thank you, KCAA uh, 1050 radio station, for having me on today. This is Linda Gonzalez. All right, Linda, give us your PSA. Oh, okay. Well, I'm calling on behalf of the Hispanic Inland Empire Chamber of Commerce, and I'm calling tomorrow morning, along with Southern California Edison, we're going to be having a power breakfast over on Mount Vernon, the famous uh, meatless restaurant right on Mount Vernon. And it's from 8 o'clock to 9.30 in the morning. Uh, we're going to be offering procurement opportunities and how to save electricity in your business and in your home. And uh, several of our members will be there, including the National Orange Show. Uh, we'll have some uh, elected officials, and we'll have some candidates also. For the members, it's free, and non-members, it's $5. And next week on uh, September 5th, uh, Friday, up at Castaway's Restaurant at 670 Kendall Drive up in the hill, we're going to have an event, evening event from 5.30 to 7.30. And once again, we're going to have the Senator Norma Torres there, uh, Freddie Rodriguez, uh, the mayor of San Bernardino is confirming a lot of elected officials. But we're here more than anything to bring resources to our local businesses and to keep local businesses open. And uh, serving the uh, Inland Empire for more than 25 years, we're on, uh, under the umbrella of the California Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. And we're also out promoting Covered California and a lot of the affiliates in the area. Thank you very thank much. Thank you, Joe. Thank you very yeah, much. Thank you for your time. And uh, thank you, uh, KBAA 1050. That's right. That's Have right. a nice day. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. This is about the best uh, station in the Inland Empire. KCAA Talk Radio, 1050 on your AM dial. Guess what, folks? I have real, I, I, I mean, I, I got the top-notch guys in front of me. Um this half hour, we're going to talk about water. 
We're going to talk about California water, how it affects you and where water is coming from. It affects all of us. Remember, uh, the water is a new liquid gold. Okay. So <clears throat> I have two guys to the, to the right of me. Uh, and these are both, fr both friends of mine. Ed Kilgore, he's out of Rialto. Ed Kilgore presently is with the San Bernardino Valley Water, Municipal Water, and he's a director, and he represents Division One. Right next to me, I have a good friend, George Aguilera. He is on the Colton Utilities Commission. Now, George is also a water man. He's a past member of the Valley Municipal Water Division number two, also a past director. So between the two of these guys, I have 38 years of water experience. So, folks, we have a lot to talk about because water is a main issue for us here in Southern California, especially here in the desert. Hi, guys. How you doing? Hey, Good. Joe. How are you? How you doing, Joe? You know what, man? I'm I'm blessed, man. I'm above ground, and so now I, <laughs> I can just do work and, and, and help my area out and help... Uh, Help San Bernardino out the best I can. Get, let's talk about water here. You know, I, I took a trip up 99, and I see these signs all the time. It says, life grows where water flows. That's an accurate, accurate statement? What do you think? That's an accurate statement, Joe. Uh, you got to remember that uh, without water, you don't have food. Without water, you can't drive cars. Without water, you can't take a bath. Without water, you can't have industry. Without water, you can't have anything. There's, uh, you, you can't even survive without water. And in California, water is important for many, many reasons, including food. And in California, we grow 16% six, of all the food in the entire world comes out of California. Not just for the United States, not just for California, but for the entire world. George, so that's how important it is. Would you say that's in the Central Valley area? It'd be uh, Central Valley area, and then another uh, couple percent comes out of the Imperial Coachella Valley area. No kidding. 16%. Okay, guys, so I'm doing a little research, and what popped up in my face was stage four. A stage four. What the heck is that? Stage four is when you're talking about uh, taking conservation uh, position as far as the state coming in saying we have to cut back on water. And the governor and the state water board has c come back and said that we can only water our grass or water our, our plants uh, twice a week. It means that he, the governor and the state is asking that we cut back by 20% of all our consumption. Don't waste water. Don't uh, water, uh, you know, uh, your car in the street. Don't water down the sidewalks. Don't, you know, use a, 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 a broom instead of a watering things. You got to really think about even how long you're taking a shower. Or how you're spending water. Most people think that you spend all your water inside the house, but in reality, it's outside. And even when you t uh, um, clean your car, it's better to go to a car wash or one of those, even a hand car wash, because the waters are recycled four or five times. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Well, tell me something. I, so, I, of course, I'm doing a little my, my due diligence, and um, it's saying that there's 62, tr 62 trillion gallons were down in California? Way down. How's that? Well, if you stop and think of where we're where we're at, where does our water come from? A lot of it without the snowpack, without the water, without the rain, without those things we haven't had 
in, in the last seven of the last nine years. So we don't have the water that we used to have. Most of the lakes are at 50% or below. And so where does that put us? It puts us in a serious drought. No kidding. No kidding. You know, with the, the so we're in a crisis mode, would you say? Absolutely. Okay. And with the water down, water reflects, I mean, it's across, across the board, jobs are lost because we don't have, it's lack of water. So is it, am I reading this correctly? It's 17,000 or is it more than 17,000 jobs have been lost? There's been actually 195,000 jobs directly attributed to the water. And that's just in the agricultural field. When you think about uh, people that uh, truck the food, when you think about the railroad, when you think about people that uh, uh, ship it on, on ships, because again, we're feeding the world, we're not just feeding California. When you're talking about people that can the food, when you're talking about people that process the food, you're talking about, you know, hundreds, of, almost half a million people are out of work because we're down on water and we're not able to. Um, utilize all the water we need in the Central Valley and Coachella and, and Imperial Valley to grow the crops that we need. And so it's not just the farmers that are losing out, it's the farm workers and all the people that uh, do all the, the jobs after the, the food has been picked and harvested and processed. So guys, um, where do we get our water from here in Southern California? Okay, we get uh, the majority of our water from, from uh, uh, surface, wa surface water streams. Underground water, which we have one of the largest aquifers in, in California, almost probably bigger than Lake Shasta underneath the, the city of San Bernardino, which is also about down, way, way down, probably probably down about 70 feet. Uh, we also get water from the State Water Project, uh, of which our district is a, is a state water contractor, one of 29 state water contractors. And that water comes from Lake Shasta, Lake Oroville, comes down through the California Aqueduct, 440 miles here to Southern California. That's the final insurance policy to bring so that we have extra water for the cities when they run low on water. What's happened, though, is between uh, no snowpack, no water, and, of course, all the environmental constraints, this year we're going to get about 5% of the water we normally get. Wait, wait, wait. 5% of the water that we normally get? What do we normally get? We normally get 102,600 acre feet. That's our allotment for the, for this area. Okay, break that down in regular terms. What, what, okay, what uh, an acre foot, if you can imagine a football field one foot deep, is an acre foot. Okay. That will generally feed two families for a year. And we, we normally, our, our, our allotment is 102,600 acre feet. We normally would get 50 to 60% of that allotment. This year, we are, we're promised we're going to get 5% in September. That's next month. Are we going to get it? I don't know. Is that right? Yeah. Joe, and the other thing is that the rest of Southern California not only gets uh, depends on local rainfall, snowpack, and uh, state water, but also Colorado River water. Colorado River water has been down for the last 15, 20 years. All uh, the, the reservoirs.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Forests, you know, what we call lakes, are down, uh, you know, over a thousand feet. Uh, there was even a, a, a point where they... Uh, we're not able to, behind the Hoover Dam to generate electricity. It was so far down, and the generators are at the bottom, you know, of, of the of the uh, of that lake, and so they had to release uh, water from some other places up north so that they would have not only the water to uh, help Southern California, but also help uh, parts of Nevada and Arizona, and even into Mexico, because uh, Mexico depends on the Colorado River, which ends in the Gulf of California. You're scaring me, guys. <laughs> no, actually, you are really scaring me. So if we're only going to get 5%, we have to do drastic changes in the cities and in the mindset of people in order to, uh, to survive, right? No more, no more two-hour showers? Hmm? <laughs> nope. We have to really rethink how uh, we landscape our, our houses, our businesses, uh, our schools, our parks. Uh, we have to really rethink rethink uh, the types of plants, shrubs, trees that, that we utilize. Right now, we, uh, when you go around, what you mostly see is uh, plants that use 360 acre, I mean, 360 inches of rain. They're, they come from the northeast, you know, from areas where they get a huge amount of snow, snowfall and precipitation. And w when we get an average of 12 inches here, uh, some of those folks back there get 12 inches in an hour. And so what we have to be really careful about is the types of uh, plants that we put in the ground, how we, how we look at our landscaping. Does that mean that we're going to go to rocks and cactus? No. That means that we have to look at plants that take less water. And guess what? The plants that take less water have less maintenance. You don't have to be out gardening so much. There are a lot of examples in Southern California and places to go see the types of grasses, the types of shrubs and trees that we, could, we should plant. And a good... 
an example of that is about Cal State San Bernardino. Uh, we put a demonstration garden a couple of years ago, and now it's maturing. You can see what kind of plants and, and trees and shrubs, how beautiful they look. They don't look brown. They're, you know, they're green. And you look at the type, different types of uh, watering uh, mechanisms that we can use that we have to change from just, over, you know, you also can get pamphlets on not overwatering. Here in California, we also overwater. And that's, that, you know, we need to change. And I, we're starting a lot of programs with the children. We're at the water agencies, the cities like Colton, Redlands, uh, San Bernardino Valley, and the different water agencies in the valley, and, and in uh, Riverside uh, and the Riverside uh, County. We're, we band together, and we're working with uh, Home Depot, mm-hmm. uh, where they've actually brought in some of these plants, actually have uh, demonstrations and classes, and periodically uh, they'll announce it in a newspaper and the radio when we have these classes, and and special sales that they have around the Inland Empire to go and, and, and pick up these plants and learn how to take care of your yards under under this new scenario. Okay, that's that's interesting, George. Now, tell me something. Um, within, within my little research that I've been doing, we also get a water from the Delta, right? Right. Okay, and then that is transported along the aquifer to here, am I right? Right, that's what I was speaking of when I was speaking about the 440-foot a 440-mile aqueduct, that's also called the Delta. Okay. You know what? Someone was saying there's a, there's a fish. <laughs> I got to know about this fish, dude. I mean, is it is it as big as a bass, but we're having a lot of uh, problems with it, with environmentalists. Uh, when do you guys got to tell me about, about this fish? How big is it? And what's it called? He looks like about a minnow, and he's called a Delta smelt. And he's supposedly endangered, and so we're giving more water to the fish. Last year, we, we, we uh, wasted 800,000 acre feet to the ocean to protect this delta smelt. Can we eat it? No. It's too, way too small to eat. It's more, more of a bait fish. Really? So, and if he comes through the pumps and he gets ground up into, into four pieces, they get to go 10, I think it's 10 times that. And that's what the environmentalists get to count against how many are, are na- how many they lost. So okay, so what does that mean? I mean, okay, we have the uh, the the delta fish called the what is it called again? Delta smelt. The delta smelt. All right, but we have people here that need the water. Um, what are we doing? We we're going to take care of the, the small fish over people. Well, if you if you look at at uh, ESA or the Endangered Species Act that was started in 1972, you'll find that. <laughs> Today, when you go out to do a project or build anything, you have to deal with environmental concerns. And environmentalists have have a place in our society. And I want to save the fish and I want to save the trees and all those things. But I'm like you, Joe. I I feel like that the human species should be protected more than than the the animals. Joe, more importantly than that, because of all those people that were out of work, you know, the 195 plus, all those other folks, a lot of people are getting divorced. A lot of kids are, are being raised up without mom and dad in the home because they split up over, you know, of course, economic uh, uh, concerns. And, and because they're down the money, they're, they're out of work. So actually, between 35 and 37,000 suicides have occurred in the farming areas because of the drought. So I, I agree with Mr. Kilgore when we're talking about, uh, you know, it was a fish of the people. I mean, these are actual people that are actually losing their lives. We don't want to go around making everything extinct, but at the same time, we need to take care of another species that could be extinct, and that's the uh, the American um, worker. 
and a subspecies, the, the California American worker. You know, those folks are not only out of work and uh, having economic and uh, social problems, but they're also committing suicide. So that's more of a, a legislation issue, a state issue. We're going to have to start uh, protesting, or we're going to have to start uh, uh, talking to our assembly people and to our senators? No, actually, it's a federal issue. It's a federal issue. This is a federal law, and then the states have to uh, follow suit. But usually California has a little bit stricter laws even than federal laws. So you're talking about fish and game, fish and wildlife. You're talking about uh, the national fisheries, and you're talking about the state fisheries that, that are watching out for this. And once again, we're not advocating go out and, and make the fish purposely extinct, but you have to look at the rules and regulations that you set up, the uses of the water that we're looking at. And one of the things that uh, one of our old congressmen, uh, Joe Baca, was looking at was legislation that said if you have a species such as the, um, the Delta smelt or the... Um, Delta, uh, Del High's uh, sand living fly. fly, and you know that they're not gonna. There's no way to save them. That then you have to, you know, get off of that and stop uh, hurting human beings. I and mean, we need to get on with that and just figure out that you're not not every, not every species can be saved. There has been hundreds of thousands of species over um, the the life of the planet that have come and and, and gone and. We can't play God. We're not gods. We're just human beings. We're just, uh, you know, legislators. We're just uh, governmental people, and we're people that are trying to save things, but we're not gods. That's interesting. <clears throat> well, let's talk about the um, – I'm depressed now. You guys know I'm depressed about that. <laughs> okay. Now, with the water being low, you know, up, I have people in the central, central region, and they're telling me that almond fields are being um, gotten rid of. Um, and that's all because of the lack of water. What, what's actually happening up there is, is in the mid part of the state, there the the big boys are the big farmers are sinking wells in some cases, five wells on their property. Maybe they have two thousand acres. They sink five wells, twenty five hundred feet deep, and they suck up all the water. And then nobody else has enough water. So everybody's been trying to get it from groundwater, and that's not working. Because if you remember, almonds take at least seven years before they mature. So now they're pulling out the almond groves. They're pulling out. They're following an awful lot of land up there because there's not enough water. I just read this morning that uh, in East Porterville, uh, the county stepped up and is, is giving drinking water to people because all their wells are dry, totally dry. Is that right? Yeah. The other thing, Joe, is uh, uh, more importantly in, in the Sacramento area. Uh, we're the largest grower of rice in the world. And, you know, rice is uh, the big staple around the world. That's why I said, well, we're providing 16% of all the food for the, you know, for people in the world. Well, rice is a big, you know, we in, in the United States and especially in California, Southern California, we look at, you know, beans and rice, but the rest of the world, it's rice. That, that's the number one crop that they're looking at. And when you have that production down because you don't have enough water, uh, to grow the rice, and you're really, you're talking about people, you know, not eating uh, enough uh, rice and enough, not having enough food. The two number one crops in the world are rice and soy, and without water, you can't grow those two crops. You know, all this time, I'm thinking rice um, came out of the uh, the Asian countries, no. and you're telling me we are one of the highest producers of rice in California. Seriously, yes. and the same with almonds. Almost all the almonds are shipped overseas. I'll be doggone. 
That is interesting. But we're we're also talking about carrots, celery, lettuce, uh, and we're also talking about uh, 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 cattle. We're talking about dairies. We're talking about everything that's in that Central Valley. They used to be in our area, you know, the Chino area, and uh, now they've moved uh, to Central California, and they've moved into Imperial County. Now, with lack of water in the Colorado and the state, I mean, those people are hurting as far as dairies. That's why we see the prices of meat rising. Hamburger, four ninety nine a pound. That's unheard of. Not too year, too long ago, it was a dollar ninety nine a pound. Well, actually, what's happened, George, is, is uh, the the cattle herds, because of lack of water and lack of food produced by the water for the cattle, the cattle herds are now at the same level they were in nineteen fifty. Now you think about just go back to as simple as 1970. We had 20 million people in California. Today we're approaching 40 million. That's just talking about California, and yet the herds are the size they were in 1950. So we're going backwards. We're going backwards, and that's why the price of hamburgers five six five six dollars a pound. <clears throat> so we're going backwards, and the population is increasing mm-hmm. with lack of water. And it's the got, reason, it's the, the, reason the population is raising is you got to look at. Uh, you know, climate change right now, and look at the severe weather that we're having in most of the country. And they're looking at us. Yeah, they're not thinking about not having water. They're looking at us like the Rose Parade and some of the football and baseball games and stuff. And we're, you know, sunny California, have decent weather. And they're wondering why they're paying on $500 or $1,000 for, you know, gas and and another four or $500 for electricity because of the severe weather or being weeks and weeks without you know, being able to go outside and people going to schools and stuff. So people are moving to California because it's a pleasant weather and we can move. They're not thinking about not enough water. So how do you do it? You're going to sit there with a place that's drowning in water. You're going to come to a place that doesn't have enough water. Those are different so- social issues that, you know, tie into all this. So it's like, welcome to California, now go home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, t- tell me this. Now, we have oceans and oceans of water. This blue dot is nothing but water. Okay, so why not tap into that source, clean the water up, feed the people? Well, number one, it costs uh, five hundred to uh, six hundred dollars an acre foot just to clean up the water. Okay, right now the average uh, we get water for between uh, eighty-five dollars and uh, three hundred eighty-five dollars an acre foot, and when we have to clean up the water, we also have to remember where the, where is the ocean? It's at sea level. Everybody else is above sea level. We're talking about, you know, if you have to pump some parts of uh, this valley, you're up to 2,700 feet that you would have to pump the water up. That would cost a huge amount of water. You'd have to have huge pipelines. You'd have to have huge lift stations to be able to lift the water from the sea level all the way up to, uh, let's say, Yucaipa area or some of the foothills in Highland and some of the, you know, Vertamont area in, in San Bernardino. Much less even at, even at the elevation that we're at right now. We're at like 2,000. Uh, feet. That's a big pump. That's a huge pump. That costs a lot of money and a lot of electricity. And again, you're looking at uh, environmental issues there when you're talking about creating that much electricity and that much lift in the stations and the pipelines and the and the, and just the easements to get that water here. So California is running dry. What can we do? What should we do? Well, the one thing we can do is 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 you've probably seen the billboard on on Cedar and the 10 freeway, and you're probably seeing uh, all the advertisements to, to conserve water. Uh, you're seeing uh, uh, different things on TV. The big, the big thing that people, people, we did a survey recently, 
And we found that most people thought all the, the water was used inside the home. The facts are an awful lot of water is used outside. The majority is used outside your home. So some of the things we're currently working on right now, in fact, uh, as you well know, Joe, I'm working with with you and your group with the city on it. Uh, we're going to weather. We're trying to go to weather-based timers in all the parks, the cemeteries. Uh, we're working with the school district, and we'll put weather-based timers. What what that means is when it's raining or something, when it's raining, the, the sprinklers don't come on. If there's enough moisture in the ground, they don't come on. When they get to a certain dryness, then they come on. So uh, our district, uh, Valley District, has, has stepped up. We're paying half half of that, and we're asking. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply the cities or school district or the case may be to pay the other half. So that's one of the things we're doing. The other thing we're doing is we have a lot of storage and thank God we had banked a lot of water. Uh, we'd bank water in Big Bear. We'd bank water in the, in the Kern Water Bank up by Bakersfield. Uh, we've been banking water. When things, are, when things are good, we bank water. When things are bad, then we, we draw on that water. And right now we're drawing on that water. It's like one of my constituent agencies, uh, West Valley Water District, one of their directors asked me about a month ago, he said, uh, are we going to make it through this year? And I said, you know, we're going to make it through this year just fine. What I'm worried about is next year and the year after. Uh, but we're working hard to, to put together things with, with other water agencies where we can do things. And, and i got to say, I'm really happy that all of the water agencies have stepped up and are all working together. Uh, some of them have come, come forward and said, hey, we've got some wells at higher ground. We're not using them. Would you guys like to take them and, and re rehab them and get the, you know, use the water? Uh, yeah. So uh, a lot of things are happening along that line, and we're all working together. Of course, the governor, as you know, is wants the 20% like we talked about and is asking everybody to step up and, and save water. So that's what we can't. We can't conserve our way out of this. It'll help, but we are not going to be able to conserve our way out of it. So it... 15 minutes ago, we were talking about um, San Bernardino, the city of San Bernardino having the, one of the largest aquifers right under our feet, okay? So isn't that enough water to keep us going? No, it is not because that, that, that is dropping as we speak. Uh, I was at Arrowhead Country Club last week, and, I, and they, they happened to have their own well, which is how they water that golf course. That well has dropped 40 feet this year alone. So you can see what's happening. Everything is dropping. In the, the Rialto-Colton Basin, which is separate from the San Bernardino Basin, it's dropped about well over 100 feet also. Okay, so if it drops, that means we're going to have to go deeper for water. Right. When you go deeper for water, Joe, what you're talking about is you're, you're, you're talking about um, 
when you're talking about 100 feet, it's 100 feet by miles wide. You're not talking about just 100 feet in a little hole. We're talking about by, you know, 350 square miles that this is all dropped that many feet. So you talk about, you know, trillions of, of gallons of water. Uh, when you're talking about uh, getting the water from the lower reaches, you're talking about just like your car. When, Whenever your car runs out of gas and you're at the bottom of it, all the gunk that's at the bottom of the tank, which is the bottom of the aquifer, is starting to come up. So you're starting to see water quality issues and stuff, and that's going to cost more money to not only get those things out of the water, but also, you know, to because you have to be changing your filters out or you have to add filters in some cases. You're talking about water quality going down, not only the, the quantity, but the quality of the water yeah i i know that about the gas tanks and okay so so push come to shove we'll get filters push come to shove we'll go deeper and we have to put filters on it we just don't wash our hands and say well it's going to cost us x amount of dollars we can't do it no, but what we're talking about, you know, for years, for 28 years, I was a wholesaler, and now I'm on the retail end with the you know, city of Colton Utilities. We're talking about uh, already a, a, an area that has economic uh, problems, a lot of people out of work, you know. Uh, uh, when you're talking about some, some areas, 20, 25% of the people out of work. Uh, and when you're talking about raising prices again, you got you already have the skyrocketing food costs because of the of the water. Now you're talking about raising the the uh, water rates because you know even though we're uh, you were lowering the amount of water that you're using, it's still you still have to pay for the reservoirs, the pumps, the workers, the the pipelines, everything. You still have the operations and maintenance costs of it, and so you have to you know have the prices to to be able to meet that. Now, when you're talking about going deeper and adding more things, again, there comes the price, and here comes the people again holding on to their wallets, and that's kind of scary. Uh, you know, th there had been some talk uh, about whether we needed to treat the water as much as we uh, are treating it, because quite frankly, 90% of the water we don't use to drink it. We don't drink it. Only around 10% of the water do we actually use inside the house that you would actually affect us. So in many parts of the world, all the water that comes out of the pipe is not drinking water. It's just water that you can take a shower with, you know, uh, water your grass or your plants with and stuff. And, and you have to really start rethinking, uh, are we going to treat that water to that level and, and spend all the money that people can't afford? Or are we going to, you know, maybe at some time uh, look at uh, drinking water like the rest of the world just comes out of a, you know, out of a, a, a bottle or, 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 or a large container where you have, you know, just potable water there. That's incredible. We have to rethink of the world. That's incredible. And the other thing that we haven't even talked about is as, as the water level continues to drop, you start getting subsidence. In the mid part of the state, up around Los Banos, uh, in those areas up there, we're starting to get subsidence now. And that's where, where the ground starts to sink because, you're, you know, that water holds, holds everything up. It's, it's a balance. So when you, when you pull all the, all the groundwater out, all of a sudden the ground drops. And when the ground drops, uh, when the rains do come, we have a El Nino year, it won't be able to take as much water that uh, it used to take. And not only subsidence happens in, in uh, Central Valley and Imperial Valley, but also happens in our valley and has happened in the past. You have geologists that have looked and seen uh, at what levels our, our, our water table has gone up and down. You know, we've been blessed for the last 30 years, like huge amounts of water in this area. But just because we're blessed, our, our surrounding neighbors are not blessed. 
And one of the things you have to remember in California is the water does not belong to the local overlying landowners. It belongs to the state. It belongs to the state. And the rest of the country, uh, water belongs to the individual. You know, if you're by a stream or you're by a lake, if you're above the, the aquifer, it belongs to you. But in California, it's uh, under California rule, under the, uh, the Treaty of uh, uh, Hidalgo, you know, back when uh, the United States took over. Uh, California, and under those rules and regulations, the water belongs to the state. So if they, if we as consumers are even, we might be blessed with abundance of water, but if we're not using the water correctly, we're not doing our part of conservation. If we're not looking at the, our landscaping ordinances and everything, the state can come and reallocate our water right under our feet to other parts that are doing what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, let me recap this. We get our water from the aqueduct. No, it comes through the aqueduct, which you said 400-something miles, right? 445 okay. miles, right. That water comes from the delta, okay? We have uh, this little fish, a swores fish, that's causing a lot of ruckus for us drinking water. Across the state, water's down. Cattle industry is hurting. Farming industry is hurting. People have no jobs. Are there a lack of? In the coming years, man, what are we looking at? Seriously, in the coming years, give, give me a, a forecast of, um, let's say, um, 10 years down the road. Well, let's look 10 years behind. 10 years behind, an, an average family uh, was larger. <laughs> we have smaller families now. Uh, t- uh, you know, 10 years ago, the, the average family only used half the amount of water that they are right now. So obviously we've been doing some things. People have been adjusting the way they look at water and they're treating water, but we have to go even more. We have to just rethink water. Don't take it for granted. Don't assume that when you open the tap, water is going to come out. Now, we're going to do our very best for that to happen. We don't want to scare people to that point where we say we're not going to have water. But people have to think when they turn on that faucet not to be letting it run when you're when you're um, shaving, for instance, or you wash your hands, you're washing your face. You have to rethink of how we, we utilize that. We could save just trillions and trillions of, of gallons of water that way. We have to also look at reuse of water. If you've ever drank water at Disneyland, you've drunk water that's uh, been used five times before it gets to Disneyland. Really? Yes. What do you mean by that five? How, and, how's that? Well, let's say, for instance, yeah, somebody uh, drinks some water in Yucaipa. They go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. It goes to the sewer plant. The sewer mm-hmm. plant cleans it up. It goes down uh, Temescal uh, Creek. It goes then into the Santa Ana River. And somebody down the creek or somebody down the river picks it up in their wells. They pump it up. They use it. They clean it up, put it back down their, their creek or their river. It ends up in the Santa Ana River and so on and so forth all the way down to um, Prado Dam. When the water goes to Prado Dam, it gets sucked back into the aquifer or goes down in, into the Santa Ana River and gets sunked into, uh, you know, uh, lakes, Anaheim Lakes uh, in, in along the, the uh 91 freeway it goes underground and then people in orange county drink it again and then once they pick it up they they clean it up they put it through all these filtration uh, systems and then they use it as a barrier wall so that seawater doesn't come in when people are, are extracting water as the as fresh water is going down the seawater wants to come in to the open spaces between you know everybody thinks underground is solid it isn't we have rocks we have sand we have different um uh, uh 
pieces of, of, of dirt that have water that's infiltrated. It's in there. It's not. It's not just like like a big hole with a water, like a swimming pool down there or a big reservoir. The water's actually in between all this stuff. You know, something just come to my mind real quickly. We're almost out of time. If something happens to our aquifer, our aqueduct. Okay, not the aqueduct that's a 400 and something miles from the from the delta. A major earthquake breaks that in two. Scenario for Southern California. First of all, it's not if, it's when. It's when. Okay, it's when. When that happens, we have, uh, for instance, in this area, we have uh, uh, a plan called Ernie, which is uh, the you know the emergency um, recovery kind of act on how we're all going to work together. And under those scenarios, we are going to be drinking bottled water. We are. It's going to take weeks, if not months or years, to fix the canal, depending on where it hit the the you know whether it was at the end of the whip of a, a geologic uh, earthquake. You know, it's not exactly where the earthquake happened, but where the end. Just believe it's a whip. It's usually 13 to 16 miles. It gets hit, and if it hits in the right place and, and takes out a big portion of that aquifer. It's going to take a lot, a lot of time and money and energy to be able to do that. Now, the state and the local um, governments have been working on such a plan. What happens to that? But you know, it's that's all in the uh, in the planning mode, or it's all in uh, some book somewhere. Uh, reality is, people have to uh, go online and find. You know, uh, you know, you can get, you can use the water from your pool not to drink it, but to you know, to, for other uses, you can use the water in your water heater. Uh, you should always have, uh, you know, a couple of weeks storage of water at your at your house in your garage or someplace that you know, like a a storage away from your house too. Because what if your house collapses? Just different areas. Some people um, like to carry around, you know, a few gallons of water in their trunk of their car. We have to just rethink water. Period. Okay, it. Yeah, I just like to say say to the people, uh, Proposition One, which is a state water bond, will be on on your November ballot. And that will also will be able to cre- create more storage. And it's, I, I urge you to look at your ballot and read through all that. And please vote yes for Prop 1 because we need that extra storage and we need all the things that that bond is going to be able to pay for. It's a $7.5 million bond. So When we're talking about storage, we're talking about being able to capture some of the snow, snowfall in the years that we do have plenty of uh, snowfall, that we're going to have storage in, in uh, northern, central, and southern California. We be able to not only utilize that water, but also the storage will be for some of this reused water that we're talking about. That it not all go out to the ocean; that some of it get commingled with that fresher water, so that it brings up the quality of the water. I told you, folks, you've listened to the two top water guys in the whole area. These guys are geniuses, as far as I'm concerned. Ed Kilgore and George Aguilera. Now, George is also running for a local office um, commission. No, 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 no. Council. council. I'm council. running for Colton. Colton City Council, District 2. Uh, not only do we have water problems in Colton, but we also have management problems. We need to, go, you know, people have asked me to step up and take some of my leadership skills that I've, that I've um, formed at, at, at the Water District and now come help the city of Colton. Okay, George. Okay, okay. I'm going to get you on another 15 minutes. I'll okay. get you on. I'm going to get you on the show again. <laughs> well, folks, you've heard it. You've heard it. I told you I was going to educate you as much as I can. Uh, appreciate your standing. I appreciate your, your time. Your time is very valuable to me. And we are out. Bye. <laughs>
You're on board KCAA's Inland Talk Express. KCAA, Loma Linda, 1050 AM, the station that leaves no listener behind. Do you have a broken window or rock chip on your vehicle that needs repair? Give us a call at HM Auto Glass, 951-858-5190. HM Auto Glass is your locally owned and operated auto glass specialist, offering low-cost and high-quality auto glass repair and replacement. We also work with all major insurance companies and offer free mobile service. So call us, 951-858-5190. That number again is 951-858-5190. KCAA With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.